beep a beep a beep a beep 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 be
Which, by the way, their friend. teacher is a super Guido dude. Yeah, where is Coach I do not remember Rizzo. that character at all, and he's hilarious. He's hilarious, and I think, I'm pretty sure this is the only episode he ever shows up in. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's why I know. Yeah, it's like super stereotypical Guido coach. But like, that's the get beauty. up here, Slater. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this episode, too. Coach Rizzo. Coach so Rizzo. funny. And also, they, the total simple comedy of like, we'll make the total Guido thick right. accent, you know, unrefined, yeah, right, guy, be right. the public speaking teacher. Uh, right. Like, of course, you're going to have the yeah, laughs Yeah, the, the there. teacher was sick, and it was, I don't know why they put that detail in. Right. The regular teacher was sick, and Coach He's Rizzo like, but was, I'm going to be the one. So He's weird. like, hey, kids, I'm going to teach you how to public speak. <laughs> I love hey. Coach Rizzo. Yeah, so. Sorry, I'm going to be drinking copious amounts of water because I'm stay sweating. stay hydrated, very important. Like crazy. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Coach Rizzo was like, "We're gonna do a speech on your best friend." I think that was the thing, right? Right. Like your best friend in the world. And then so yeah. So uh, Slater gets up. He's like, "Hey, my best friend is a chameleon named Artie." Which by- they cut to Zach, and he just straight up rolls his eyes to camera like a real dick. This shit again. Yeah. Just rolls his eyes like but Artie's guy- never been mentioned. Okay. And probably never will be again. But Slater is like obsessed with this lizard. <laughs> Plus, I don't even think it's a chameleon. It's like way too small, the one they show. doesn't look like a chameleon. And it's on a leash. Lizards are for nerds. Why would Slater have a, a lizard? He's like, he's like, yo, I'm a jock. Wrestling practice. Also, my lizard's very important to me. Okay. This goes against Slater's character completely. You're totally hitting on all these points, by the way, because... I get okay. I get TV shows rarely have that kind of continuity. Like, yes, right. something shows up. But no you're continuity. right, though. He is obsessed. Yeah, it's like it's, with this he's total nerding out on this, on this chameleon, and it's like, which it's may my not even best be a chameleon. Friend. I hang out with it every single day. Yep. I bring it in my pocket yep. to school. And you're right. It's like, oh, really? Because you've never mentioned. You have it, it on a ever. tiny leash. Are you, what? <laughs> I wish that was in the like all of the series up till now. He has this, and then it dies, and he's like crushed. <laughs> yes. You know, Slater, the classic jock who keeps a lizard who in a leash in his walks pocket. Walks a lizard on a leash. So yeah, that's, that's weird. So yeah, that's the thing, and nobody calls him on it. Like nobody's like, nope. "Hey, you never mentioned this ever before in your life." Right. Yeah, so that's weird. So he gives a speech, and he's like. And you're right. He's a jock. He's supposed to be a cool dude who right. like beats up nerds. I mean, look at his mullet. It's very powerful. Right. But nobody... I would argue in high school, teenagers are dicks. We all know this. Yes. We've all been a dick true. of a teenager. Very true. That as soon as he starts talking like, my best friend yeah. is a He'd chameleon. he all jock credibility. All, everyone would laugh at him. You think his him. friends on the wrestling team are going to let him live this no, down? No, They would immediately start laughing. Heard about your speech, bro. Totally. And even the nerds in the class would start laughing at him. <laughs> like everyone would laugh You're at right. him. It's out of character for Slater. Totally. So, Maybe they're trying to show the tender side of AC. That's what I was thinking though too. Maybe they are trying to like break boundaries on the, and be like, hey. Even Did they ever say what AC stands for? Albert Clifford. Is that like in one episode? Or it is totally just widely is. Known? And everybody laughs. And then that's why he goes, that's why I go maybe, by AC. Maybe Albert's a secret nerd. Yeah. He must it's be. The whole backstory to Slater we don't know about. So yeah. So he gives the speech. He's like, I'm totally in love with my chameleon. He's the best ever. I should read this note that I have. Okay. The, the note that I wrote during the episode was, fashion is indeed cyclical. All these shirts would be hip as fuck now. Oh, they, when Cornell <laughs> If was anyone on, wore any of these shirts out, it'd be like, dude, that shirt's amazing. Oh, totally. When Cornell Reed was on, he was like, I want all these clothes dude, for uh, real the, the today. The Zach sweater. Yeah. Uh, Screech's like cactus print yeah. button up <laughs> shirt. Okay, Everything they like wear a, is a awesome. A triple XL. But yeah, so 
He gives a speech, and then after the speech, all of a sudden, he's just bringing Artie. By the way, Artie is his name. Right. Uh, Artie the chameleon everywhere. So, Why can't you bring him to San Diego? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. Never explained. Never explained. But he, so the next scene is there at the max, and of course, he brought him with... He's like in his pocket, and he's like, look. And everybody is like losing their minds, except for Lisa. Everybody's losing their minds. Also, like, Lisa's like a huge bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is she ever just not a huge bitch? What is the feeling about Lisa's character? Like, hi, I'm a materialistic bitch. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. Are there any any sympathetic parts about her character? Um, yeah, there. She just comes off as an awful person. Yeah, in this yeah. No, there are a few times where she's like, there are a few episodes that focus on her her troubled home life. I turn to fashion right. as a support system. Well, yeah. So she, but she's openly being like, Artie's gross, and I wish he would die. Yep. He's terrible and gross. See, Get it away from me. Real, real bitch. But about Kelly it. and Jesse are like losing their minds. They're like, Oh, how cool! We yeah. want to hang out with your lizard all day long. Maybe they like AC's tender side. Yeah, it's but it's so weird how into a lizard it they is are. Weird. Okay, so um, yeah. So Zach is like. They needed a, an animal that they could have die and not be weird. Like, if it was a puppy and it, it died, it would like be, like, too weird. too hardcore. You're totally right. Because if it's, like, a puppy or a kitten... We killed AC's puppy. Yeah, that's super nuts. So, I th- I really do think there's something to that. They were like, hey, what's an animal that could die that's, like, it'll be sad but not too... It's either right. that or, a like, a bird lizard. or yeah. something. Where it'd be like, oh, that's sad, but it's not, like... Suicidal I think we got sad. to the bottom of the Saved by the Bell writer's room motivation. Well, they told, yeah, yeah, it was like, which yeah. is one that's going to be kind of sad, but not going to bring the whole room down. Um, yeah, so he's like, I got to go out of town. Can can you watch my lizard for me? And Zach's like, totally. And then... Which is... what I mean, you just put like food in. You're leaving for well, two days. Is that what I'm saying? I'm There's sure. There's no lizard sitting. That's not a thing. <laughs> I, I'm going to approach this episode very factual. No, me too. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. It's the whole point. Um, yeah, I will. Going to apply rigid, with, strict logic to say by the bell. That's totally plots. the point that's of this. What we do, here. and I applaud you for that. But uh, did you know anybody growing up that had a pet lizard? I didn't. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I knew people that had like hamsters and guinea pigs. I didn't pigs. hang out with nerds in yeah, high school. Yeah, boom, right? boom, boom, boom. <laughs> But I didn't know anybody that had a lizard as a pet, so I don't even really know yeah, anything really about know like either. what to do to care. I feel like for you them. just put bugs in their thing, and then they'd be fine. Is that really? And yeah. wouldn't they just be in a? Ta- aren't they in a tank like fit like a? Yeah, they're um, just in a, a terrarium. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. It seems like I don't know. Why just bring him to San Diego? You have a little leash for him. Yeah, the little I- leash is already on him. Bring him down to the beach, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Maybe yeah. he'd enjoy a nice, nice weekend. Like a nice in SD. stroll. Yeah, totally. So. He leaves him to Zach, and then Zach volunteers to help Kelly with her public speaking. To, like, get in her pants in kind of a well, creepy of course, way. of 100% to get in her. Everything he, everything he does on the show is to get in Kelly's pants. But it's never cleared everything. up, like, they've already hooked up, so why is he still always, like, scheming? Well, they... Because I guess they never really address that. It's always like, like off and on. Right. It's always off and on. But up, up to this episode, this is, like, midway th- through season two. Have they... They've have they explicitly dated. said that they've dated? Have they shown them kiss? Yes. Okay. They've gone on dates. They've kissed. But Zach's just like very schemy. Oh, um, that's his whole life. He his, thinks if I help her with the public speech, that's his whole, and that, get her to my whole room. Fucking waking hours is just like how to get into Kelly's. Pants. These kids would just be fucking all the time. They're like good-looking rich kids in the right. Pacific Palisades. They'd right. just be having constant. But sex. you, they. That is one thing that I always found curious about the show. Is that they never? I mean, they kind of like allude to sex. Of course, they're I never going to be can. like we it's a very fucked innocent, last night. But I mean, this is on like Nickelodeon. It was for young. I mean, yeah, it had to be. They can never say anything yeah. specific, but like 
they had to have fucked. They show right? kisses later in the show when they're older, right? Yeah, but even when they just kiss on the cheek, the audience is like, ooh, right, right. like it's the. Was most... there an actual live audience? No. I feel like there were for okay. some of them. I was wondering about that, but they definitely sweeten up like the laugh track. I right. Think. So, so Zach's like, I'm going to get Kelly to my house. Yeah. Under the guise of helping with her of speech. Course. Yes. Jesse can't do it because she's going to an oil protest her, with her yes, parents. Yes, she's going with her mom of to course. go to a protest in oil. Also, I don't know if this is in other episodes, but in this episode, you see that Zach has a cardboard cutout of Kelly Kapowski under his bed. Okay. Yes. A giant life-size cardboard cutout yes. of her holding a volleyball. And this which is does... fucking weird because how would you get that? You would have to have like a Kinko's fabricate that well, for you. That's the thing. It did come up in another episode. I forget who was the guest, but we did talk about that. How you would have to go to Kinko's <laughs> with you, like a photograph of exactly. Kelly holding a volleyball, and the, I and the, we would talk, we were talking about how the Kinko's guy would be like, "I'm not going to make yeah, this. What? What? Like, we don't make cardboard. This is too creepy. Life size cutouts. They would be like, "This girl is underage. I'm not going to make you a life size <laughs> cardboard cutout of her. That seems illegal <laughs> or frowned upon at best. But yeah, so he's got that under his okay. bed. That's there. And he has to hide it, though, real quick before she comes over. So right. she comes over, and again, she's, like, freaking out. She's like, Artie is the cutest. I want to hang out with him. Which yeah. What teenage girl wants to hang he out with He tells her, put down Artie and let's work Right. Like, she's so into Stop it. Stop hanging out with that lizard and give me some Yeah. Attention. And then I, I wrote down, actually, that Zach has moves. I mean, he's got some pretty smooth moves. I mean, he, his hair is great. I also oh. notice he has an Australian flag in his room. Is that ever is that ever addressed? No, it's it just hanging up door. amongst the random he has an American things. American flag, and on the back of his door, he has an Australian flag. No, I know. Well, we've talked about that in other episodes too. How you could look. It's just how the most generic right. teenager, exactly. like beanbag chair. This is a teenage room. Hang yeah. up teenager yeah. things. Yep. And so he's also got a poster of like Edie Brickell next to like the cure or whatever. It's <laughs> right. so just like no solid focus on a, any interest. Yeah, it's like teenager posters. Um. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, Kelly, focus on me." And then he's like helping her with her speech, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever, Artie," and just like puts him to the side, right? So the next day, Zach brings Artie back to school, and they're in the hall, and he's like showing it again. Kelly and Jesse are losing their mind. We can't wait to see this lizard right. as they teenage love it. girls. They what? Love the and he and then they're like, "Wait a minute! It it looks kind of dead. Things have gone terribly wrong." Right. Then they get Screech in there, the brain. Of course. He informs them with a medical authority yeah. <laughs> that the lizard has, in fact, expired. That's right. It is, in fact, a dead lizard. And so... Zach thought it was sleeping. Totally. That was, that well, because clearly Zach paid zero attention. He just put the box to the side and was like, whatever, it's fine. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so that's when Screech is totally like, this thing is dead. And then that's when Slater comes running down the stairs and is like, oh my God, I miss... I miss my lizard so much. <laughs> I need to. He says, "Let's skip school and go to your house and get him because I miss him so much." I totally wrote that down too. Like, yeah, like, okay. Oh, he was like, "Psycho, let's ditch class." Look, yeah, school's all important stuff. But we should probably skip class so I can go see my best friend. I'm pained at this absence. Totally. So he goes. Well, he was like, Zach says I left him at home. Yeah, because he's like, where's Artie? I miss him so much. And Zach's like, oh, I left him at home because he was still asleep. And that's when Slater goes, oh, yeah, he's a real sound it's sleeper. It's so weird. It's like... I don't think I've ever seen a lizard sleep. Yeah, he's a real thing. sound sleeper. He's dead to the world. Right. And then Screech is like, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, and of course. And like, oh, Screech, be quiet. <laughs> right. It's so weird. But I Also, he- one of my notes is uh, Zach's tucked in shirt into his pleated pants i wrote zach style is on lock yeah. it's true <laughs> it is true God, he it, didn't get he the name preppy so for nothing yeah yeah, yeah. He didn't 
But yeah, so that's when he's like, he's a real sound sleeper. Let's go ditch class. Right. And he's Zach like, comes up with the ingenious excuse of, how about I go get him during yeah. lunch? We'll meet at the max. Totally. Then we, you can hang out with your best friend again. All will be right with the world. Right. So the next scene is at the max. And I wrote down, he's got the shoe box, and I wrote down the brand of shoes were booters. Did you notice I that? I did not notice that. B-O-O-T-E-R-S. You got a sharp eye. You got a sharp eye for this stuff. You're the veteran. <laughs> I'm new here. Anyway, that just made me laugh. So Booters brand shoes is housing. <laughs> this, is where my mind, this is what I wrote down. The old replace the pet gag. Tried and true. Oh, it is. It, that is totally because true. Because that's what they do. They go to a pet store. They buy a chameleon. Yeah. They meet Slater at the max. And this would have been totally fine. It totally would It was about to work. It was about to work until the girls come in. Mm-hmm. Which, look... And they, they had a, a scheme completely on their own. That's that they decided exactly. completely on their own to go buy a lizard too. That's what I didn't get because I would think if you're Zach, king of schemers, yeah, king of schemers, you you're thinking like five steps ahead. Yeah, at why, all times. why did the girls go and do that? So, but you would at least call them. You they okay? You coordinate, I coordinate because they were there when everybody discovered he was. Get dead. out your big giant cell phone. Get out your big giant. He's cell the phone. only one with a cell phone. Of That's course. the problem. If they had That's all true. had big giant cell phones, they could have coordinated yeah, this call, lizard switch scheme. You call like Kelly's landline and you go, look, mm, don't go buy a home. They're That's right. School. She's out buying a lizard. Ah, everyone needs to get these phones. That's true. Zach is like, this is totally useless unless everyone <laughs> it has it. it. Why am I carrying this around? We determined in an early episode that it's like him and Gordon Gecko. Right, like, exactly. Two Gordon, yellow, stocks and bonds. Yeah, yes. Got it. But yeah, you're right. So there's no way to get in touch with him. But yeah, he would at least try to be like, hey, you guys, I'm going to do this. I need you to play along. Right. But yeah, so he's like, here's your lizard. And then the girls show up and they're like, Slater, here's your lizard. And he's right. like, wait a minute. And then he goes, wait a minute. I don't think either of these lizards are yeah. Artie. I'm leaving. Well, first <laughs> no, I- Then he goes, Artie's probably just in your room, Preppy. Yeah. It's like, what? He's like well, that deep in denial? It's like that. Well, first Zach goes- like when he goes, wait, how can Artie be in this box when Artie isn't here? Oh, yeah, Zach, Zach goes, tries to say it's oh, a female lizard. that's Artesia. Terrible save, Preppy. Totally. Save. He goes, that's Artie short for Artesia. It's Artie's girlfriend that we got. And then, yeah, Slater is so deep Well, he should have really just sold that. He should have been like, yeah, they, the girls just bought another lizard. This is Artie. Right. Slater would have no way to know. I, that, that is true, but like... It's almost like they didn't think this plot out very well. I know, it's weird. I am offended. But he goes... Like, Slater is so deep in denial. You, yep. Anybody, two plus two equals four, you guys. Anybody would put those together and go, okay, wait a minute. I made a note that I was like, I wish that like this was like grief and emotion from Slater's parents getting divorced that he had transferred onto this lizard. Totally, totally. Like, Slater, why is this so important? I just love, I just love <laughs> this lizard. You guys don't understand. Slater, how are your parents? They're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. They're fine. They're fine. Anyway, this lizard, <laughs> it's all I have. This lizard's my whole world. Yeah. So he goes... So he stands up and he's super like, wait a minute. And then they're like, oh shit, like we're fucked. He's not buying it. Instead of, you know, like anybody go, wait a minute, clearly you're covering up for something. He just goes, hey, I bet he's hiding in your room, preppy. I'll find him later after wrestling practice. Yeah. Okay. And you're just like, oh my God, how do you not know what's going on? So yeah, I just wrote down power of denial. (laughs) And so he's like, I'll go look for him after wrestling practice. And Zach's like, okay. Then the weirdest fantasy sequence I ever remember the show having. This is my favorite fantasy. Favorite dream sequence. The I totally soft remember focus this. pink border lets you know that That's it's a fantasy you know it's a dream, dream sequence. First of all, I guess it's Zach sequence. It's I 
I think it's... Or is it a communal like group a hallucination? Shared, it's like Inception shit. It's so weird. It's like a shared dream. It's Everybody so has weird. the same dream sequence, and it's... And I have to mention, by the way, that a guy named Anthony Sorge sent me fan art of this dream sequence oh of God. me dancing on a frying pan. It's funny because the one thing I wrote was, someone make a gif of Kelly in the frying pan with the two eggs somebody dancing. M- somebody Hear my call, internet. doing it. They did? Yes. In the frying pan? Yes. It's my my favorite thing in the world. I'll show it to you. Is it a GIF where you dance about? It's not a GIF. It's just a still picture, but it's like me on the frying pan. Internet, you're fantastic. It's beautiful. And so I want to thank Anthony because it's amazing. But yeah, so the dream sequence that they all share is that they're all in a lineup and Belding is the sheriff. And I got to say, Belding does a great job as sheriff. He does a great job. And Slater does a great job. Alligator suit, first of all. That is not a chameleon suit. He's supposed to be the dead chameleon. That's right. Guilting them. It's totally, He's in a complete alligator. You couldn't spend the money on a quality chameleon suit. True. Come on. It's true. It's totally an alligator suit. But I will say he does a solid job of being like... He sticks his tongue he out. He sticks his tongue out. He's got a funny voice. He's a convincing lizard. He embraces the role. So well he's played, like... Lopez. You know, he goes down the the lineup. Like, they're all standing in front of a... What do you call that, anyway? A lineup. They're standing in it's front of the, the wall that measures your height. the thing where you measure your height and everything. Yeah, the classic lineup It's sort of like usual suspect style. He goes down and like each c- He gives condemns reasons. each of them in turn, totally. facing his murderers. Totally. So it's like, you know, Zach, you just left him in front of an open window. Lisa, dirty looks killed him. Like whatever. Whatever <laughs> they all did, he goes down the line. And yeah, uh, Belding's doing a real like Southern sheriff which I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was really great. So yeah, so they have a, their own shared dream sequence. It's my favorite thing in the world. And um, then they snap out of that. Yeah, then somehow that ends again. Their shared dream, and and the next scene is Slater in Zach's room, coming like to coming Zach's to house, look for determined him, determined that he's going to find the lizard. Yeah, trust me, Preppy. And he's super I know eager. my lizard. He hides a bunch. Totally. He's really good at hiding. Well, he bounces into the room like I got this. I really, I wrote down. I wanted Zach to like grab his shirt and to get like super emotional. Like he's dead. Yeah, man. Totally, like don't you see? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, let it go. Like that classic. And then like Zach, and Slater then, yeah, gets Slater on his falls knees. Like, why well, God? Why? No. Totally, totally. That didn't happen. Unfortunately, that did not happen. What did happen was when Slater starts looking for him, he does find uh, Zach's cardboard cutout right. of Kelly. He pulls out the cardboard cutout. Not concerned about it and as a friend thank at all. You. That's Focus totally on something I Not wrote like, down. So this is an unhealthy. I totally wrote object. down like zero reaction to that <laughs> question mark. Like he wouldn't Zach, be like, uh, I want to talk to you. About oh, your you're unhealthy a fucking creep, dude. Yeah, totally. Then again, if I had that cardboard cut out, I would probably also hide it under my bed. Well, yeah, of course. But it's like just yeah. When he discovers it, he's just like, oh, okay. Not like holy shit, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, let's talk about this. Mom, so, can you give me a ride to Kinko's? I have uh, <laughs> a school project to totally. do. What is it? Nothing. Totally. And then he had to get that in his room without anybody seeing. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, so yeah. So he looks around. And then that's when everybody else shows up. Like the rest of the crew show of up. Course, and they then, do. As they do. Of course. Just walk into his room. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they're like, hey, dude, come on. He's dead. Like that's when they collectively they are just have like. have to finally. Yeah. Because he's starting to make a fool out of himself. They have to make Slater understand that what happened to Artie. Yeah. And then Slater completely blows it off. Yeah, he's like, it's cool. Got to hit the showers. And They're like, really please. building up Slater's reaction. He's got to hit the showers. He runs out. Yeah, like stone-faced. But the next day, we're back in speech class with good old Coach Rizzo. And that's when Slater's, Slater's grief comes out as he's as aggression. out. It's the only way he knows how. It's the only way he he's knows how. He's pushed down his lizard death grief so far <laughs> into his jock soul. 
that he can now only be a dick. And he is. Like, he's just instantly a he's raging instantly dick. dick. He's instantly a dick. Kelly just, tries to get up and do a speech about her dog. Yeah. Slater's like, no one cares about pets. Why would you care about pets? He's just yelling out shit. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I swear to God, at one point he calls her toots or something. Yeah, he's, he's being very misogynistic. He's just such a dick. It's, it's his only way that he knows how to deal with grief. And it is. It's just overnight. So then he... I so still think just, it's about his parents' divorce, but... We'll are, his parents even, are his parents divorced? Uh, in my mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if they ever show... His dad's like a drunk and beats him. But well, his dad's it's really a about super the lizard, hardcore though. military dude. Oh, right. I, right. I forgot about that. Which can't be easy to grow no, up his with dad's, in general. His dad is a huge dick. Yeah. Cut that mullet. No son of mine's yeah. <laughs> going to walk out of the house looking like a homosexual. <laughs> Dad, you don't understand. Mullets are cool. So, yeah, he's a raging dick. And then Coach Rizzo is like, hey... He's like, yo, Coach Rizzo more, puts a foot down. One more peep out of you, you're going to the principal's office. Then he goes, peep, peep. Yeah. Yeah, and he really pushes like, it. Boom, you're Throws it back here. in Rizzo's face. Totally. And he is. Cl- he stays to his way. He's like, you're mm-hmm. fucking out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. He Sends him straight to it. Belding, right? He can't open up. It's hard for Slater to open up with his emotions. Yeah, that's the thing. Is So he's in Belding's office. He had no so- problem opening up about how Artie was like right. so close to his heart. So, like, but when it comes class. to acknowledging his death... Slater has a real problem. That is a good point. He, could, he has no problem telling the entire class, like, hey, dudes, I've, I walk around with a chameleon on a leash. <laughs> it's my best friend. My best friend in the world, but he won't be like, hey, he died, and I'm mm. bummed about it. He has it. issues with death. He's emotionally stunted. Yeah. So he goes to Belding, and then Belding tries to be like, hey, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, cross arm. I don't want to talk about it. And then he he's doesn't like, want hey. to talk about it. He was like, I feel your pain. I but had Zach and Screech show up. Well, not they show up after Belding tells Oh, right. Uh, Belding is commiserating. He's not like Coach Rizzo. He, he takes the, you know, he takes a supportive emotional approach. Because he had two parakeets growing up named Sonny and Cher. <laughs> right. And Bel- Cher Belding flew was the really coop. great. Belding was yeah. Dennis Haskins. He was good That's his name, right? Yeah, that's his name. It's weird because he's a stand-up and I've done shows with him. And Belding does Yeah, stand-up? and it, it's funny for like a minute because he talks about like Saved by the Bell stuff, but then like... Like, then Bel- he starts talking about strip clubs and shit, and his whole act is like, I'm Mr. Belding, but I'm also crazy. Okay. It's kind of like Bob Saget, where it's like, you remember me as a wholesome childhood icon, but I'm actually a sick bastard. Okay. We hold on You've a never talked fucking about this? minute. Oh, yeah. I did not know that Belding... I know Screech does When I was stand first up, starting stand-up, it seemed does? like he was around more, and I was definitely on shows with him. With Mr. Belding. With Mr. Belding. And he did... Tell, did he actually do jokes or was it just like he let me definitely just say talk about Mr. Belding by the Bell. and I think the angle was always kind of like ha ha Mr. Belding but like just how like Screech wrote that book like we were fucking and doing drugs the whole time like the right. shock value right. of a wholesome childhood character that you remember in a 90s nostalgia kind of way saying. talking about sex very frankly but did he but yeah and then he'd go into these jokes like about the strip clubs and shit and he'd be like Mr. Belding you know at the strip club and it was just weird Wow, but it was actually were, very sad. But they were really jokes, though. It wasn't. I can't. Just... I. I. I mean, he wasn't good. Like right. he wasn't funny, and I think that's why, like, it turned sad. But yeah, he was trying to do jokes. I mean, he was. And this was just like the improv and stuff. Like he was doing. It's just legit like how that bit, the guy who plays Biff from Back to the Future yes. has like, a song about it. But the song that song is actually pretty funny. But I've heard that that guy's pretty decent at stand. Yeah, like he has a song. I think I only really remember him doing the song, which is funny because it's like everyone always asks me about. Back to the Future. I here's right. a song that I say. Um, he actually has this little card that he gives people, which is funny. Yeah, Belding. I remember just being like, yeah, you know, seeing him around a couple times, being like, "This is terrible." I can't. I really had no idea. You could probably look it up on YouTube. Up. I will. You could I probably find a set. Will. Someone probably filmed it from a crowd or something. 
Yeah, his name's Dennis Haskins. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, I know. I've seen him around, and I've seen him in the valley and stuff like that. And I know maybe he stopped. Maybe he that. was like, "This is terrible." I yeah, stop because I, no I haven't seen him in years. But like, I remember a couple years ago, I was like, "Yeah, I'm on a show." And with you Mr. were Bellick. on shows with him, yeah. dude. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was super sad, though. I remember. Aww. Yeah. Poor I'm sure Dennis. he's a nice guy. That's Saved by the Bell money's gone, baby. Oh, it's gone. I just can't believe it. that's crazy. I will definitely look that yeah, up. Yeah, we should look into that. For but the did research. you freak out? I would have freaked out if, like, when I started um, doing stand up, if I my remember, first shows were Mr. I Bell, mean, I'd obviously, I, I wouldn't be excited as you because you're the most excited person in the world. Well, yes. Um, I mean, obviously, I thought it was funny. Like, uh, that's Mr. Belding. Right. I mean, I remember I talked to him and he was like, nice. But. No, I didn't like freak out like you would have probably. I would have been like, "Oh my god!" Mr. I was, I, I was pretty. Half big. of my set would have been like, "Oh my god, I'm on a show with Mr. Belding." <laughs> right? Yeah. And totally. people would be like, "Okay, do you have any?" I jokes? freaked out more the other uh, night. I was actually here in West Hollywood. I, I, would, I was just doing a random bar show, and Michael Chiklis was in the crowd. <gasps> the Shield's like my favorite television show ever, pretty much. Uh, the commission. So I was like freaking out show. about that. Did you like, talk to him? Well, no. Uh, it was well, I did. It was awesome because I was in the back with like Dave Ross and some other comics, and we're like. Oh my God, that's Chickless. And he was just there to see He was there the with show? his daughter, and his daughter was friends with one of the girls who was in the show or something. Okay. His daughter goes to USC. So, anyways, there, and like, we're like, oh my God, like, should we talk about it? I was like, I want to do my whole set about Chickless. And I was yeah. like, no, I can't address him from the stage because he was in the way back. Right. And I was like, that would be weird. Right. So then I go on stage, and I, you know, I don't address it at all. I have a really good set, and I, I do this one joke about being a theater major, and he loves that joke. And then, like, after the show, I'm, like, talking with some other comics. He's over there talking with his daughter and some of her friends. And I'm, like, I want to go up and say something. But, like, I never do that to celebrities. I, you know, I don't want right. to bother them. So then I was just, like, I'm going to, like, walk by real slow. Yeah. And, like, see if he says anything. So I kind of, like, walk by their group real slow. And he addresses me. And he's, like, great set. And he shakes my hand. And he's, like, I love that theater major joke. And I, I mentioned like Moliere and we, we, like he was in like a Moliere play or something. And he talks about he was a theater major and we start talking about that. What? And then I start talking. His daughter goes to USC. She had the sweatshirt on. So like I went to USC. So we're talking about that. So we're in like, this whole conversation. With Are Chicklet. you guys like bros now? No, but we were like growing out and he was like super nice. And then like towards the end, I was like, you know what? I just want to say uh, like I'm a huge fan of the shield. Like this is so awesome to meet you. And then we then he like gave me the handshake. Yeah, and then dude. I had just sat next to Walton Goggins and Jerry Duty like six months ago, who's another guy from The Shield. Right. He's also in Justified, which is one of my favorite shows. So I was like, I just sat next to Walton Goggins and Jerry Duty. He's like, ah, oh, Goggins. I was like, are you guys like friends in real life? He's like, we are friends. I was like, yes, what? that's so awesome. You need to hang out with both of them. I know. I know. So it was super cool. You need to get in that crew, dude. So that was like a very, I wouldn't like rad. freak out, but it was a very like, oh my God, check this. Right, of course. So that was way more. Mr. Belling was very, very low in the totem pole for me. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, I, I was eating at Langer's like last year and with a bunch of comics and uh, John Slattery, Roger Stark <gasps> from Mad Men was like totally. right next to us. He's the fucking best. Oh, he's the best. I didn't go up to talk to him. Uh, when we walked out, he was outside talking to another dude and I, just, I gave him the nod. I was like, you're just like, I gave him the, you're the fucking man. Nod. I know how like, cool you are. Nod. You're the fucking man. And he just smiled. He's like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm aware I'm of man. it. Do you know that he's married to a lady named or he's married to the, the g- woman who plays his wife on Mad Men? In real oh, life. Oh, yeah. I think I did know that. Do you know who she was married to before him? No. George Clooney. Those. Oh, wow. So get this. Her name's Talia Balsam. She's been married to Clooney, Clooney and, and Slattery. Those are her two husbands. Knocking it down. Right? Damn. I mean, damn. What's what her a name? great life. I mean, she's attractive. Talia Balsam. She is attractive. So, yeah. Anyway, way off topic. But, yeah, okay. that blows my mind about her, yeah, though. Because yeah. I'm like. I remember specifically. 
It was, uh, I used to do, when I was first starting out, I'd go up at three clubs a lot. That yeah. That bar, and they had a show on Tuesday. Yeah. And I remember Belding was on the show, and it was like, Wow, so I've crazy. done shows there too and when at I first, first started. it's like, oh yeah, Belding, he's talking about Belding. And then I remember... As the set progressed, I was like, this is yeah. sad. But I will I that's crazy. I never, because I, I did shows there too when I first started. But I would have been psyched. It's like, especially when you first get booked on shows. Right, right. I definitely would have been like, oh my God, I want to book yeah, show I remember, Mr. Bell. I remember like, thinking it was shit. pretty funny. Yeah. We, should, we should do some YouTube research follow up on I this. I will. I definitely will. I want to see his stand up. Definitely. Where were we? Okay, so Belding takes an oh, emotional, supportive yes, approach. Yes, share parakeets. Share parakeets. Then Zach and Screech come in, and they're like, Mr. Belding, here's what this is all about. Yeah. He thinks we're at fault for killing his lizard, which they totally were. But, yes. They left it next to the window or something. Well, that was hey, never really hey, explained. to be fair, they never do mention they how could have died old. of natural causes. Right. They do mention that. Could have I don't know how old. long chameleons That's live. True. Probably not that I don't long. know their life expectancy, but they never do mention how old Artie Maybe was. Maybe Slater took poor care of it. And you don't know. He's, He's a got one on He doesn't read Maybe books. Maybe it's like he can't breathe yeah. that well. He's like constricting his airflow. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. So they come so in. They, Belding's like, that's what this is all about. Right. And then I'll say that Belding and, and Slater share a really weird hug. They do. Never. Slater really open. This is this episode is kind of like the softer side of Slater. Oh, it is. He, oh, it I is. I mean, it seems like he's always like the jock, preppy. You know, he's always yeah. like that guy. But in this one, he's he opens up to Belding about how... You know, the lizard was his only friend. Right. Here's Military a question for you, by the way. around a lot. Did you ever, ever see your high school principal hug anyone? My father was my high school principal. No! <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. This is fascinating. When I tell people that, I think they immediately think of a Mr. Belding style situation. But the kind of school that I went to, the... So there was... You get into it. First of all, where'd you grow up? I grew up in suburban Philadelphia. Okay. I, I went to a private school. It was coat and tie. But oh, I went wow. there for free because my dad has had been a teacher there my whole life. Okay. So it's like me and all these rich kids. Okay. Um, and Is it a religious private school? It was school? an Episcopalian school and you had to go to chapel okay. during the week. But like Jewish kids went there. It wasn't like hardcore. Okay. Like, you know, you didn't have to like sing in chapel if you didn't want it. But yeah, it was chapel three times a week. Um, and your dad, when did your dad become principal? My dad was, he's a te- my dad's been a teacher for like 35 years. He teaches history. Um, but it just so happened that during the time I was in high school... He was also a teacher and the head of upper school. So there's three schools. There's lower school, middle school, and upper school. Okay. Each of those schools oh, so has like a head of school. one through 12 yes. went to the same school. Then okay. there's a headmaster that's in charge of all of that. Okay. So my whole life, my dad was a teacher. You know, I drive to school with him every day. I went to the same school, pre-kindergarten through 12th grade. But just so happened that when I was in 9th through 12th grade, he was also the head of upper so school. So you could like never do but anything he wasn't wrong. The, I mean... There was no principal. He was the head of our school. But like, if you got in trouble, you'd be sent to the dean of students. Oh, it wasn't so like, go your to dad. your dad's office. Like the, the head of school was like an administrator. The okay. dean of students was in charge of disciplining people. Okay. So if my dad had been like the dean, that would have been fucking terrible. Because yeah, everyone hated the dean. Right. The dean was a dude like, your shirt tail's untucked. You have detention. Like you got caught <gasps> drinking. You're kicked out of school. Oh, yeah. Like the dean was like, obviously... You know, no one really liked him because he was the one who cracked down on kids. Yeah, but even still, it's like if your dad, did you, were you ever able to do anything wrong then in school? Because when your dad, your dad would find out in two seconds. Not really. I mean, because, because he was an administrator, there, he didn't really have a lot of day-to-day contact with the student. I mean, he still was a teacher. Were you he, he in teaching his a class? class? I was almost in his class and I was going to be, but I was already into college. It was senior spring. And I was already into USC, and I was, like, totally checked out. Okay. And I was just like, Dad, like, I'd love to take your class, but, like, <laughs> I'm going to level with you. I am completely checked out. Right, like, right. And my dad's the kind of dude, 
who's like he would have held me to like a, he wouldn't have like let me slide at all. Oh, he, of you course. Know, so I was like, Dad, you know, I'm going to take the easiest possible classes. Right, right, right. So wow, yeah, I mean, he was the principal technically, but he wasn't called the principal. He was the head of. Our and he school. also, if you got sent to the office, it wasn't no, to your dad. No, and I would be sent to the dean's office. Like I would get in trouble one time. You weren't allowed to leave campus. I got caught sneaking off campus. I got in trouble. I'd get detention for you know. But that's what I'm saying. You got you, so you'd get in regular trouble. But then would your dad on top of that be like, "Dude, I'm your fucking dad. Uh, I work like, there. Why, why did you have you detention?" And I'd be like, "My fucking shirt tail was untucked." And he'd be like, "Okay, like he didn't." Oh, okay, care. so he wasn't like. I mean, I remember when I got caught sneaking off campus. He was like pissed. But it was like... Because wasn't he ever like, this is going to reflect on me, dummy? Yeah, exactly. But it was like, it was just normal. Because like, I just grew up and like, there were some other faculty kids who I was friends with. And it was just like, our dads worked at the school. Like, it was just normal for us. Right. I mean, obviously it was weird, but like, it was just all I knew. Like... Right. So yeah. So it wasn't like my dad was Mr. Belding. And if my dad had been the dean, that would have been awful. Right. But as it was, head of school is more of an administrative position. Right, right. But yeah, like, you know, kids had my dad as a teacher and like, luckily he's an awesome teacher. Like kids loved my dad as a teacher. Uh, and then weirder, my best friend, uh, like the best family friend, like my best friend growing up, mm-hmm. his dad was a biology teacher who I had for AP bio. Uh-huh. So I like knew him. He was like my uncle. Like right. I knew him since I was like two. That was weirder. That's Because weird. I was in his class. Yeah, and it was like, and then you really can't fuck up. No. And, like, my math teacher was, like, my dad's, like, best friend who was, like, also, like, my uncle when we were growing up. Right. And, like, it, yeah. So, like, it was, like. So, in a way, you were, like, intimidated into getting good grades. Because you're, like, if I don't get good grades in these classes, I'm going to hear about it at, like, family functions. Not really. I mean, it wasn't really like that. But, like. It was more like when we were at the dinner table, me and my brother would talk shit about teachers we hate and then try to get dirt from my dad. He'd always be like, no, no I'm right. not going to. Because my dad's just like, he's a professional. He's not right, going to do that. Right, right, right. You know, but, but when we were in school, you know, me and my brother, who was like a, a grade, uh, two grades ahead of me, like we'd be bitching about teachers. He'd be like, dad, what does it do with this teacher? She's the worst. Right. And he'd just be like, can't say anything. I'm, right. You know. <laughs> but like, that is fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. But it was, you know, it was normal for me. Right, right. But if my dad had been the dean, that would have been a problem. Well, if I... So it wasn't like my dad was Mr. Belding. Right, right. I might have gotten better grades if any of my teachers had any familial I did fine in school. I mean, I was, re- I was always really bad at math, but, like, I got fine grades. Right. I was somewhat of a good kid. Yeah, I wasn't, like... Like, kids would get kicked out, you know. Right. Like, like any fighting, any drinking, you were fucking gone. Damn. So, you know... I, I had problems with your shirt always had to be tucked in. That was the thing. You had to wear right. That was tie. your biggest problem. It was really it just your shirt would be untucked and it would just be more comfortable. And yes. There'd, there'd be some teachers that were really strict about it. Yeah. And they'd see you in the hall. They could give you a demerit for having your shirt tail out. Damn. And then you'd end up in detention. And God, I'm glad I went to a lax public school, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I had some friends who had kicked out and then they went to Lower Marion Public School right near my house, which is where Kobe went. Mm. Um. So that was like the school, like the kids who got kicked out would end up going to usually. And they'd tell me stories from class and they'd be like, dude, like you could just stand up and be like, fuck you to the teacher and leave. And I'd be like, what? Public school. It's like pandemonium. I want to go there. There's no rules. I pictured like a Mad Max situation in my head, just like flaming oil barrels in the hall. Just like it sounded like total chaos compared to the school that I went to. I feel like mine was. I mean, mine wasn't even that bad or whatever, but compared to getting in trouble for your shirt being untucked, it's like, what? Yeah. Because I would talk back in class, absolutely. Oh, I was. That, I, would, I would be sent. I, I remember getting sent out of class in high school, which like didn't happen. Like, Carl, 
like get, yeah. go stand in the hall. I had this one like, that happened to me when I was in, like tenth grade. I was like, are you even allowed to do this anymore? Because yeah. I was like that disruptive. Kid. I was too. I was like the class clown. Oh, I, I totally attention. was. I was always back talking. I was too, but there was this one economics teacher, and I freely admit I would talk in classes or I'd make jokes or whatever. Right, right. And most of the time, it was as appropriate as it could get. Like I would right. make I a well timed yeah, we joke. We were trying to get laughs. Yeah, it's exactly, not malicious. Like exactly. fuck you, teach. Exactly. It's like you're trying to make a joke, and and then you're disrupting. And the they, whole and class. I would make them, and there would even times where the teacher would laugh and go, "Okay, whatever." But I had this one economics teacher that really did not like me at all, and probably you know with good reason. But there was a time I remember there was one class. I was sitting in the back and I was reading a book. It wasn't. I was not being a good student. It was of some book that had nothing to do with the class, but I was just in there reading a book, totally quiet. And a bunch of other people were talking, and the teacher just looked up and was like, "April, be quiet." And I just remember she being blamed like, you off the bat because you were the one who she always blamed. Right. But I remember in that one, I was like, "I'm not even talking." Like I just was right. such a right. dick about Come it. Come on! I was like, "This is the one time I'm not talking right. at all." Right. Like, give me a break! And like, just That's said funny. that to her in the middle of class, which is a dick move. Right. But yeah, she sucked. Anyway, okay. Um. So Coach my dad Rizzo, wasn't Mr. Though. Belding, but Mr. Belding does give Slater a very warm hug. Right. Which my dad did do to me when I graduated because he had Okay, to, well, you he, were fucking related to him. He gave out the diplomas like when did you Did he hug any up. other students that no, were not related to him? He okay. Because yeah, I don't think Mr. Belding like handled it really well, I thought. Right, right. Um, Slater him, obviously needs some emotional support. Mr. Belding was there for him. Right. Gives him a real solid hug. And then Slater's like, I'm beginning to feel a little better. And then that's when he's like, you know what? Let's honor Artie. Let's give him the, the funeral he deserves. And they have a really weird lizard funeral scene. Lizard funeral scene in the class with Coach Rizzo. Coach Rizzo's and hilarious, like the by gang. the way. I wish he was in the show more because he's uh, like, he's the hey, best. I never even knew this lizard. Yeah. But he's all right. Yeah. He totally <laughs> that, That's does. probably the funniest part of the whole And episode. he does. And during his speech, well, first of all, Lisa's the first to give a speech. Right. Which I was like, why? All she did was wish for his death the whole time. Yep. Why even let her speak? Mm-hmm. But she gives a speech, and then Coach Rizzo follows Lisa, and then, yeah, he's like, hey, I didn't even know the guy. He was a pretty solid dude. And then he's like, in, in <laughs> Who's his- this guy? Joey Lizard? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know him, but yeah, yeah, I heard he was all right. And then he says, in his honor, I gave a donation to save the lizards. That's funny, yeah. Save them from what? Hey, I, I might be a Guido stereotype, but I'm a stand-up guy, huh? Yeah, I right. I a little scratch to save the lizards. <laughs> he totally does. And then Jesse goes, I want to sing a song that I wrote for Artie, which is just Danny Boy. I assume Danny Boy now is public domain. Right. It's I just think Danny that Boy joke would go way over the head of the, like, the intended right. crowd. But it, they it, sing Artie Boy Artie Boy, to the tune so of Danny Boy exactly. at the funeral, which is pretty funny. And and she's lip syncing clearly, but the voice that they give Jesse is so the voice of like a 50-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> it is just so much older than she is. That's funny. So, uh, yeah. Then Screech Zach plays has keyboards. the final joke as... Screech plays the keyboard, and then we're going to take him to the bathroom for yeah. a burial at sea. That's right. We're going to flush him down the toilet. Right. Which is a little crass. Well, I guess that's what you I do. I mean, come They did on. have a little coffin. They might have, They could have gone out in the yard and buried him. But yeah, so that's how it ends, is they, ends. they uh, lead the box, the shoe box, out to the boys' bathroom, and they're all singing Artie Boy to the tune of Danny Boy, which again, it's got to be public domain. I bet they got it for free. And my final note that I have here is... Uh, concerning the episode who wrote this and were they pumped yeah <laughs> well <laughs> like, was the writer when they finished just like fuck yeah yeah well again <laughs> i nailed this one in previous episodes we've determined that the writing staff had to have been the team of like 45 year old yes. men yes totally. definitely gotta be and, and it's probably just not one 
No. Okay, it's not like Simpsons where it's like John Schwartzwelder wrote this episode and it's right. awesome. It's like they just threw around ideas till oh, something totally. came together. Then they're like, yeah, then they go flush him yeah. uh, and then it's over. Okay, yeah. let's get lunch. And then they sing Danny Boy. Right. Only 45-year-old men would be like, then right. they sing exactly. Danny Boy. It's like an Irish cop's funeral. They flush <laughs> him down. Uh, all right, we're done. Let's an go get Irish lunch. Cool. Irish cop's funeral. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally. It's raining. Slater's crying. So, growing up, you did watch this on the reg. I did. I remember it was on at like 3.30 on UPN. For yeah. me, it was on TBS and then you... you Maybe. I might or be whatever the think, Chicago channel yeah. was, but yes. And then, yeah, I'd get home at around 3 when you were young. Yeah. What, what, what years was it on? I mean, I, I don't have any conception of what age I was. I guess oh, I was 10. Well, because... You said this originally aired in... 89, because I watched so I was Saturday mornings so probably also. like 9 through 13 But then when I was in high school, which was like the mid... 93 to 97 was when I was in high... It w- but it was on when I was in middle school. I did not I watch think. this in high school, I don't think. Yeah, I did in middle and high school, I think. High school, I graduated in 02, so... Wow, I'm old. I graduated in 1997. You look great, huh? Ah, thank you. You look great. Thank you. Um, but I think it was on throughout school for me. I okay. feel like it was Yeah, I mean, it was always reruns. Yeah. I just, it was just on for, it was think on of the when period I was when I was like super into work. it. Because, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, nine, I think nine years old, I was definitely into the show. Yeah. But I think it's even not, anytime you turn on TBS now, it's on. Like, it's, it's on reruns forever and ever. So do you think kids nowadays, like, like this and this resonates with them? Like, is there like a nine, ten year old out there right now who comes home from school and watches this and is like, yeah. I don't know actually i I would think not only because now they have the internet yeah yeah so that shows them different sides of life that i don't know i don't know really but then there's some things that like there's something that are like some things are like perennially popular with 13 year olds like the nightmare before christmas like that's just popular for 13 year old disaffected girls i wonder if, if hey i get lots of cool emails and really insightful ones so if you know any kids i yeah. guess we want to know about the current cultural status still, of saved by the bell yeah, if you know a 13 year old not just 90s nostalgia of yeah, late 20 something like 30 year olds into it now that is something i would love to know interesting Okay, dude. We really ask the important questions here on Go Basic. We do. All right. I appreciate you coming over. I'm starting so to I, sweat, so I think it's, it's good that we're it ending. It's, 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 it's getting hot. time to get out of here. But uh, what's your Twitter? I'm just at Carl Hess. That's Carl with a K, K-A-R-L-H-E-S-S. Please follow me. I'm very lonely. I need emotional support. And any this goes up Tuesday. Any shows? I run a show called Hey Buddy at uh, the Bootleg uh, Theater in Echo Park. It's the third Sunday of every month. The next month, September 15th. Awesome. You should come to that. Okay. And um, yeah, you guys, thanks again for all of the awesome iTunes reviews. I really appreciate it. And the emails. Are you killing it on iTunes? Huh? Are you killing it on iTunes? I'm kind of killing it on Fuck iTunes. Yeah. And but it's to do with all the nice reviews I've been getting. I really appreciate. Well, this them. is a fantastic idea for a podcast. Thank you very much. You I'm hear that internet? That's She's right. doing you a service. That's right. And I am so psyched at how many people are like into it and how it's caught on. I really appreciate it. I okay. I've been going in and filling in the gaps on the Netflix order, like I said, and that's the order I'm going to go in go with from now on. I think the next episode is supposed to be from Nurse to Worse. I believe that's it. Don't hold me to it. We'll find out next week. Um, but On an yeah. all new Go Basic. That's right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Beat the 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 beat the